0: Please welcome editor at Stuff Magazine, Craig Wilson. Morning, Craig.
1: Sorry, I'm welcoming myself. Hi. How
0: are you doing, Craig? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm rudely well, Fresh. How are you?
0: We are good. Thanks for joining us as always
1: always only a pleasure.
0: So, Amazon.com, considering a plan to open as many as 3,000 new Amazon Go cashierless stores in the next few years, according to people familiar with the matter, an aggressive and costly expansion that would threaten convenience chains uh, might be uh, loading. CEO Jeff Bezos uh, sees eliminating mealtime log jams in busy cities as the best way for Amazon to reinvent the brick-and-mortar shopping experience, where most spending still occurs first things first how present are amazon in this country and uh, do they have a lot of support from south africans
1: well i mean so in this country or they're not present in terms of their retail front they're very present in terms of another huge business of theirs called amazon web services yes which is you know the, the backbone of a bunch of companies things like instagram and these sort of apps that launch quickly and suddenly need to be able to scale Really fast. You know, suddenly you go from 100,000 users to 10 million users. You need servers that can handle that data. Amazon has a business that does that. And it has a huge office for it in Cape Town and a bit of a call center, actually, because obviously it offers 24-hour support around the globe to some yeah. of its clients. And so in that sense, very active. In terms of the retail side that the story's is focusing on, not at all. Now, you can order some things Amazon.co.uk. Yeah. And you can even say, I want to pay in Rand and they will factor in the pound of flesh that uh, the uh, customs and excise duties that they might want to pay on the way in. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff you can't buy, right? You can't buy their smart speakers, their Echo products. Uh, you can't buy electronics because the Selassie government uh, you know, wants to protect the sort of local uh, industry that's selling those sorts of things. So, you know, for us, uh, unfortunately, at least for the time being, this is going to be a story we're going to have to watch unfold in the rest of the world, yes. and the only way we're going to get to try it is if we're on holiday in Seattle or something, and uh, and we download the app and we we go and give one of these cashierless stores a test.
0: But but, but obviously it's an idea that someone here could uh, adopt anyway. Mm-hmm. So how would these cashierless stores work?
1: That's true. I mean, someone could pick it up, but the, the challenge really is the the sort of the tech and the scale and the fact that you've got to be willing to run at a loss for a long time while you get it up to speed. So yeah. the way they work really is there are there are racks and racks of cameras uh, in the store, sort of up on high pointed at all of the various shelves. So you download an app and as you come into the store uh, via NFC or uh, some similar sort of, you know, near field communication, you tap something on the way in and it says, okay, cool, Fresh is in the store. And then uh, the cameras essentially follow you around. And if you pick something up and you have a look at it, the cameras register, all right, you have picked up, you know, uh, whatever, a can of Castle light. And uh, if you put it back on the shelf, then it goes, all right, you're not taking that. But if you pop it in your bag, Uh, in your shopping bag or shopping basket, uh, then it says, right, we're going to add that to your bill. And you continue with that. You wander around the store, pick up what you want, and then you just walk straight out. There's not even a, you know, it's not even like you get, like you ring it up yourself. There's none of that. You just walk straight out of the store and a couple of minutes later, you will get an invoice for all of the items that you have bought. Now, of course, you know, it's not foolproof, but they did take a long time to open the first one it took a year longer than expected and by and large uh, it seems that the tech is mostly getting it right and what you also got to guess is you know that they're factoring in that occasionally even when it gets it wrong you know that's built into the model so if someone accidentally gets two packets of crisps when they're meant to get one packet um you know i guess they have figured that the the loss uh, is factored into the savings on not having to deal with cashiers and that sort of thing
0: what of employment craig
1: well, so I mean, there's still people in these stores, right? Yeah. These aren't—it's um, they're, they're, not a, a humanless environment. So, for the, first start, there have got to be people for when things go wrong. Yes, mm. uh, which of course inevitably they're going to do. But there are also people to do things like restock the shelves. Mm. Um, you know, we haven't quite gotten to the level where these are getting restocked automatically uh, by robots and this sort of thing. So, you know, there are still uh, very much humans involved. They're just not sat behind a till all day. And I have seen some stories that suggest that you know maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world, um, because in terms of retail jobs. Uh the sitting at the till by many accounts is you know one of the, the sort of least interesting jobs you can do. Mm. And if they can free that up, there is an argument that it could be uh, it could make retail jobs a little bit less unpleasant, you know? And you've still got to contend and said there's still going to be humans for various things. So if you're selling alcohol, for example, mm. uh, as it's stands, these stores still have to check ID uh, and make sure that you're not uh, you know, underage folk aren't strolling in there and uh, grabbing a court and wandering out the There's still going to be j- human jobs for these yeah. things.
0: And in wrapping, uh, Craig, how far off are we in terms of this kind of technology when it comes to going shopping, getting fruits and veggies for instance?
1: I mean, I guess, you know, here it's going to be a few years yet because, as you mentioned, what we're going to need is we either need Amazon to come into the country or we need someone else to take the leap of faith and make it happen. But, I mean, these stores exist elsewhere, right? There's one in Seattle you can go and test it. Uh, My publisher, Toby, has been into that store and used it. And I've used some of the cashless ones, you know, where you weigh weigh things at the exit and scan your own barcodes in uh, Spain and in Germany, and, I mean, they're here. They're not far off at all.
0: All right, so the future is here. It's here today. (laughs) All right. uh, That's uh, Stuff Magazine editor Craig Wilson. Hashtag freshen up.